ever notice that the majority of books on creating wealth are written by men? Yeah, me too. Have you ever thought that earning great money seems to come with a sacrifice, seems to require hustle and grind and hard, bloody work? Yeah, me too. Have you ever felt like if that's the way to make lots of money, then I'm not interested? Yep, same. Well, luckily, there is another way. I have carved out a different path to making money for myself, one that doesn't require overwhelm, doesn't lead to burnout, and means I still get to be the kind of present parent I want to be. And most importantly, I've learned how to make money in a way that feels good. I call this the feminine approach to making money, and I'm excited to share it with you today. So if you want to be a money-making mother too, let's do this. Let's go to the show. You're listening to the Limitless Mother podcast, bringing you strategy, mindset, and a dash of woo. If you want to learn how you can balance motherhood and money-making beautifully, if you want to learn the strategy, mindset, and manifestation tips you need to do more of what lights you up, attract more ideal clients, make more money, and enjoy more time freedom, if you want to create this vision of success because you are a mother not in spite of it, then you are in the right place, my love. I'm your host, success coach, business mentor, mother, and tea drinker, Cory Javid. So join me while we explore what's possible for us as mothers and business owners when we remove the limits. Hey, hey, limitless mothers, how are you doing? It's Corrie here from CorrieJavid.com. I'm so excited because it is May, if you're listening to this in the month of May, obviously, and May is money month. Oh yeah, I'm literally buzzing because I am bringing you so much helpful content this month, even more than usual. I know, crazy, right? All geared towards giving you the strategy, all geared towards giving you the strategy, mindset, and of course, several dashes of woo that you need to be making more money in the month of May and beyond. How exciting is that? I'm literally so happy to be here with you and digging into this. So here's how it's going down. There's going to be all of the topics on the podcast geared to this money-making month of May. I'm going to be doing some live streams over inside the Limitless Mother Facebook group and on my Facebook page, which is at Corrie A. Javid. And basically all the places, all the things. It's going to be so much fun. I've got so many things to bring you, so many awesome tools, mindset shifts. It's all there for you. It's all there for you. And it's free. How good is that? So let's talk about money month now. Why am I talking about money for the entire month of May? Well, because quite frankly, we don't talk about money enough. Money's still an annoying kind of taboo. We still feel kind of uncomfortable about talking about money. A lot of us feel uncomfortable receiving money, unsure about making money. I want to get rid of all of that kind of negative energy around money. I want to make it part of our conversation as mothers who are business owners, because guess what? The point of our business is yes to help people and yes to make money, but on our terms. And so that's the thing with Money Month. All of the content is geared not just to making you money 
in the month of May and beyond, but also making it on your terms. Because around these parts, things like sacrifice and hustle and overwhelm are curse words. (laughs) I'm allergic to them. So that's why I'm doing this. I want us just to open up this conversation. I want you to feel surrounded by other women who are making money on their terms too. I want you to feel that sense of community that we have here as a podcast listener, as somebody inside my Facebook group and or on my email list. If you're in my circle, then it's okay to talk about money. It's okay to have money goals. It's okay to have big, bold dreams and to have desires of what you're going to do for that money, what that money is going to mean for you, for your family, for a wider impact and a wider legacy. That is all good around here. So let's open this conversation up. I'm really excited for today's podcast topic because I think it's a topic that needs more airspace. So I'm really excited to get stuck in. But before we do that, I'm going to share with you a few of my clients' money-making results. I thought I should do this because I talk about my own money successes a lot on the show because I want you to see what is possible and I'm always striving to achieve more and always on my terms so I can be that best example for you. But of course, my clients are great at making money too, right? Because they're working with me. So Let's talk about some of the ways that my clients have been making more money so that you can have that extra example, that extra proof that you need that it's possible to make money on your terms, right? So I've just picked four examples of um, recent client money wins to share with you. So here we go. So one client made £1,500 from a brand new revenue stream in less than two weeks of us working together. How fast is that? Brand new revenue stream and earning already in two weeks. I was super proud of that particular client. She just showed up, did the mindset work, put the strategy into action and boom, there was the results. Um, One of my clients, oh my goodness, super proud of this lady. She is making, wait for this, are you ready? Seven, yes, you heard right, seven times the income she was making when we started working together just five months ago. Imagine seven xing your income in five months. What would that mean for you? What would that mean for your family? How cool is that? Um, Another one of my clients is making five times the profits she was making previously on the events that she runs. Like that's amazing, right? Five times the profit. That's not just the income, the actual profit. That is so cool. That's money in her pocket, money in her bank. Another of my clients doubled her prices. Didn't just double them, but started charging and actually getting paid those prices. It's one thing to put your prices up. If you're not behind them energetically, you're not going to get paid those prices, right? So she did the mindset work that it takes to actually show up and start charging double and everything shifted for her. And guess what? She started attracting more ideal clients. How cool is that? So those are just four, just to give you a little taster of some of the ways that my clients are making more money. But here's the thing that I want to share with you, because this is the most impressive part, I think. So what do you think these four ladies with their money wins of £1,500 in less than two weeks of seven times the income within five months of five times the profits on her events of doubling her prices. What do you think those four women all have in common? Other than working with me, obviously. Here it is. They all work part-time. 
amazing, right? That to me, that to me is the most like worthy of the praise hands. <laughs> that, that to me is the most exciting. I'm not interested in helping anybody, you, my private coaching clients, anyone make more money if it involves some kind of sacrifice. Because if you're listening to this show, my guess is that you want to be present for your family. You want some time for yourself too, right? You don't want to be burnt out and you don't want to be overwhelmed, but you still want to make money. So the reason I'm sharing this with you is to show you that it's absolutely possible to have some great money wins to be pushing up those income numbers without having to sacrifice time. And that's a really important message and one I'm really hoping that you take on board. So I'm going to talk to you today all about this kind of feminine energy to making money, which actually has underpinned my success stories and the success stories of all of my clients, including those four that I mentioned today. Before I forget, though, um, I want to let you know that we're moving to a wait list now for my private one-to-one coaching spots. So if you're keen to work with me to hit your own money goals and on your terms, right, kind of goes without saying, hopefully, (laughs) so that your business is supporting you and the lifestyle that you want for your family, then to get on my wait list, what you'll need to do is book a discovery call. Let's chat and see if we're a good fit for working together. And if so, we can put you on that waiting list for the next space that becomes available. So head over to corriejavid.com forward slash work with me and you'll find out more. Plus, you'll see the shiny discovery call button that you can use to book a call at a time that works for you. Again, that's corriejavid.com forward slash work with me. So here's how I felt about making money. And I want to see if any of this resonates with you. So when you think of the business world, when I used to think of the business world, it's easy to think of like a load of white middle-aged men in grey suits droning on about boring stuff. Yawn. (laughs) Sadly, that's still the reality in, in a lot of places, right? Maybe even the majority. Oh, isn't that sad? But you and I, my love, we're part of a new movement, aren't we? Because whether you realize it or not, women are starting up businesses in their droves. And I find this so exciting to be part of this time where that tide is really turning. Female entrepreneurship is on the up and up. I feel like I should have some stats here to quote you. I don't have stats, but I know this to be true. Um, And this is incredible. I think part of the reason why there's this surge of women starting businesses is because the corporate world was conceived by men for men, right? That's just how it happened historically. And I think probably many of us listeners, many of you listeners to the show and including me in this, started our businesses because that world just didn't suit us anymore. It didn't fit. Um, I was once interviewed for a really great podcast, The Corporate Misfit, and I certainly never felt totally at home in the corporate world. I did feel like a bit of a misfit. And that's partly just, let's be honest, my personality. I don't really like having a boss. (laughs) But later on, I felt that was more pronounced for me after having my daughter because I felt like uh, the corporate world just wasn't giving me the flexibility that I wanted. I still wanted to be working towards something and achieving, and I wanted to feel successful but I wanted to do it on my terms and I wasn't able to do that in the corporate space. So 
This episode isn't about the corporate world and how it's failing working parents on the whole, um, but I just wanted to take us to take a zoomed out view of kind of what's been going on and the bigger picture that's led us to here. Because maybe if you left that space like I did to strike out on your own, to do something that lights your soul on fire, that allows you to be the kind of present parent that you want to be and places no limitations on how much money you can earn, then you'll understand how it's easy to do that and to feel empowered, but then to almost hit a bit of a brick wall. That's how I felt. So maybe you found that actually the making money part of having your own business is a bit of a struggle. That's okay. We've all been there. Maybe you feel that even the biggest struggle is not just making the money, but making it within the hours that you want to work or within the kind of way that you want to work. And that bit feels difficult for you. And maybe if you looked around you and at the world of entrepreneurs and you saw the people who are making the big bucks, the people with the impressive business success stories, the people writing books on how to create wealth, what do you find? Well, often a lot of men, right? There's those white middle-aged dudes in suits again. Um, And they have a very certain way about going about business and making money that has a very distinctly masculine vibe. So for example, I read a really great book. And actually, I don't think the author is fully in that masculine energy. I have to say that. But the title for me felt masculine. Maybe you can resonate with this. And the book was called High Performance Habits by Brendan Burchard. And now it's a really great book with some really good tools and techniques in there that I've taken away and applied in my own business and to great success. So this is not me knocking that book at all. But I think even like, for example, the cover of that book looked kind of masculine to me. The idea of high performance habits to me, maybe it doesn't to you, to me sounds kind of masculine. Um, Another example is, as you know, or as you may know, if you've listened to the episode on something I'm afraid to tell you, uh, I am working towards a big, fat, scary goal of a million pounds in my business. Now, I don't know when exactly that's going to happen. So, you know, I'm not near it yet. But what I've been doing is working on my mindset because I know that, yes, I need a strategy to get there, but my mindset's going to be the thing that makes that strategy happen. So I was looking around for books on millionaire mindset and I found a number all written by men. (laughs) And so that's fine. I think learning from men is important, right? And I don't think that we should only follow one way of doing things. But when the methodology presented to us is very restricted and it's presenting one way, then it makes it hard for us to think, well, if that doesn't fit with me, then what? Is it not possible for me to have a millionaire mindset? Is it not possible for me to create wealth? You know, is it not possible for me to have great success habits or whatever it is that you might be thinking? So this is how I was feeling. And I was listening to this one book, Secrets of the Millionaire Mind by, I think it's T. Harv Ecker. I'll put links to these in case you're interested in the show notes. And it was a really good book and some really great takeaways and great lessons in there. But one of the things that he said really didn't sit well with me. He said something, and I'm going to completely paraphrase and probably misquote him. Sorry, Ecker. Um, But one of the things he said was, And that if you really are determined to be wealthy and a millionaire, you need to do whatever it takes. And if you're not prepared to sacrifice, then maybe you don't want it enough. And that he describes, you know, working long hours and showing up and hustle and grinding. It's a very masculine energy underpinning a lot of these books out there, a lot of these methodologies, even mindsets for accumulating wealth and making money. 
And a lot of it is about hustle and grind. And if you really want it, you're going to show up no matter what. You will put in the hard work if you really believe you're going to make it happen. And if you're not doing that, essentially the, the underlying message is if you're not doing that, there's something wrong with you. You don't really want it enough. And so if you're like me and that hustle and grind mentality really puts you off, then it's easy to come to the conclusion that, oh, well, making tons of money just isn't for me. I'm not willing to do that. So I guess it's not going to happen for me then. Maybe it leaves you thinking, well, I don't want to work that hard, actually. Um, Or, well, I can show up and take action. But what happens when I want to be there for my kid because she's sick or she has a nativity play or a sports day? Or what happens then? Um, It's easy for us to feel like the path to success and wealth presented by these largely male people doesn't fit us. And therefore, to draw the conclusion that that level of success is therefore not available to us. Well, my love, I am here to present an alternative because I know now that that's not true. And I'm carving out my own path, my own way of making money that I feel is a more feminine approach and with the hustle mode distinctly set to off. (laughs) And it's been possible for me this far and I don't see this approach stopping me going forward. In fact, I feel like it's only fueling me. So I really want to share it with you because I think it's important to present this alternative approach to making money that isn't about sacrifice, hustle and grind. It's about doing it in a completely different way. So my mission really at this point in what's with this podcast, but with my business in general, the thing that keeps me motivated and springing out of bed is the fact that I want to be showing a different way. So I'm at the point in my business where I could take my foot off the pedal. Um, I've worked you know, to get to the point that I am and I've enjoyed success so far and I'm comfortable is how I would describe it. I'm not mega wealthy, I'm not going <laughs> to say that, but I'm, I'm definitely comfortable. And I could easily just kind of sit at this level and sort of coast along and that would be fine and great. And, may, you know, for some people, that's cool. But the thing that actually keeps me with this burning desire to create more, create more wealth is the desire to do it on my terms so that I can empower you and show you that it's possible. So that's what's actually keeping me going at this point and actually it's my kind of bigger mission with my life to show you that it's possible also to show my daughter that it's possible because I really want her to grow up with different views of the many ways that we can approach making money I don't want her to grow up with like we did with this one masculine approach presented to her so anyways that's my mission that's why we're here today talking about this And then, of course, part of that mission as well is helping my clients to raise up to that level too, because I don't want just to be an example standing out there on my own. I want all of us to be examples. I want my clients to be examples of how we get to create wealth on our terms. I want you to be an example of how you created the success and wealth that's important to you on your terms. That's what gets me fired up and excited. Okay, so let's not let another generation enter the business world thinking that the hustle, hard work, grind and sacrifice is the only way. Can we make a pact? Yeah, cool. Let's shake on it. Brilliant. (laughs) Because that's not the only way. It's just been the dominant way so far. 
until now. So what does the feminine approach to making money actually look like? I'm going to break it down to kind of five component parts that I see and see what you think about it. This is my approach, right? And so I'm calling this the feminine approach, but this is really kind of my approach to making money. This is how it feels good to me. And I'm hoping that it might feel good to you or at least inspire you to think about what will feel good to you. Okay. Number one, is being fueled by purpose, not just numbers on the page. So I don't know about you, but I like to have a big fat money goal. You know mine is um, 1 million, but it isn't the numbers on the page that excites me. It's my purpose with reaching that goal. I'm excited about that goal because of how I'm going to have to grow as a person to achieve that. I'm excited about the personal growth involved. I'm excited about doing it, like I said, on my terms. And I'm mostly excited about doing it and then be able to say, see, this is possible for us. We get to do this. We get to be wealthy. We get to do it on our own terms. We don't have to hustle our way there. It's available to you too. And so that's my purpose and being fueled by that purpose and and having real meaning associated with the money that you want to achieve. So it doesn't matter what your money goal is. Maybe it's 1,000, maybe it's 10,000, whatever it is, whatever your money goal is, is having that purpose attached to it makes it so much easier to make money. It's not just about ticking a box or reaching a number. It's about what that's going to mean for you, what it's going to mean for your family. So that's number one, is being fueled by purpose. So number two is kind of related to number one, but it's about taking it that step further. So where number one is about having a purpose, purpose behind that money. Like, what do you actually want to do with that money? What's that money going to do for you? So for me, initially in my business, when my like first big scary at that time money goal was hitting six figures in my business, for me, it wasn't about earning six figures on my business bringing in six figures it was about the lifestyle that I wanted to be leading so I wanted to be working from home I wanted to be working with clients who felt like soulmate clients you know the kind that are just like friends um, I wanted to be doing work that didn't feel like work I wanted to be flexible with my schedule so that I had plenty of time to be there and present with my daughter but also plenty of time for myself for things that fill me up and make me feel good about my life. So that was my purpose um, at that point. But number two is about creating a legacy. So I think the second part of creating money with this feminine energy is thinking beyond that kind of immediate fulfillment in achieving that money goal, for example, and thinking into a, a wider impact and a ripple effect, if you will. So for me, it's about creating a legacy of abundance. So I've talked about this on the show before. Um, you can go and listen to the episode on creating a legacy of abundance. But it's about thinking about that longer term benefit that will arise if you make money. And that's a really exciting thing to be driving your desire to make more money, right? And I think that if we make money on our terms using this feminine approach, then we are having a wider impact because we're actually modeling some really positive behavior to our kids. We're showing them what it looks like for uh, a woman to run her own business, for a woman to make her own money on her terms. That's the most important part here, right? And so I think so many of us are really heart-centered people that the work that we do is based around helping other people. So 
the more money that we create, the more we can actually help people and have a wider impact and create whatever legacy is important to you. So that could be a a legacy of donating to charitable causes or a legacy of actual wealth that you pass down into your family or that you spread wider out to extended family members, whatever it is. Or maybe it's just a legacy of the right mindset that you're passing on to your kids, an abundance mindset. Whatever it is for you, I'd love you to think about about what kind of legacy you want to create. So number one, what's your purpose? This is the key to the feminine approach to making money. And number two, that second key is thinking about your legacy. What kind of legacy and impact do you want to have? Okay, the third part of the feminine approach to making money, this is the one that can actually feel difficult, which is quite funny when we look at it, but is following the joy. I don't know if you heard the episode, my interview with Caro um, Gomez, but we talked about following the joy in there. And I found in my business, and I've seen it with my clients who've embraced this too, that when we follow the joy in our business, that we allow ourselves to be led by what feels really great what really lights us up, but to be inspired by that and take action on that, then the money just flows more naturally. So I want to be clear about what I mean by this. I'm not saying that the feminine approach to money is not doing something because it doesn't feel joyful. There are always things in our business that we need to do that maybe feel a bit uncomfortable. And I've talked about getting out of your comfort zone before, right? Um, and to in order to make money and to keep that momentum and the needle moving on our business. So I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is that when you're thinking about your plans, maybe for the month ahead or for the quarter, when you're thinking about how you could serve your clients or your audience in a bigger and better way, when you're thinking about how you want to show up in your business, the kind of, I don't know, leader or CEO you want to be within your business, you think about it from the perspective of what would feel most joy-filled for me. So you use that as the lens through which you make these bigger picture decisions. Is this making sense? Now, the reason that this can be a bit of a stretch for some of us is because we are so tied to what we should, quote unquote, be doing, what we feel people expect from us, what we feel is the quote unquote right way of doing things or what we've seen somebody else do. And we're looking for kind of the answers. But actually, if we can look within and listen to that guidance system that we do all have, if you can tune into your instinct, your source of creativity and intuition and feel into what would feel most joy filled, then that is the best approach to making money. Not what's going to make me the most money. I hate making business decisions from that view. To me, that's the part of the masculine energy. What's going to make me money this month? Blech. That doesn't feel good to me. To me, I would love to think about what's going to fill me with the most joy in my business. What could I create in my business that's going to cause me joy in the creation is going to give joy to whoever it's created for, whether that's my one-to-one clients or for podcast listeners or customers of my template shop. It's about joy for me. What's going to 
be that joy-filled, to create, to talk about, to sell, what's going to feel joyful for the recipient. And when we make decisions from that place, the money just follows naturally. So it can be a bit of a challenging one, weirdly, because when you say, hey, just follow the joy and the money will come, people are quite skeptical, like, I don't know, I feel like I need to do something that feels hard. (laughs) I feel like I need to do something that feels like it's been prescribed to me by somebody else. I, I get it, I've been there. But the more that I've done this, in my business, the more I've lent into what would feel most joy-filled, the more money I've made. And so, and it hasn't felt hard. And this is, to me, the key of the feminine approach to making money. It's coming at it from a completely different angle with a different motivation. Because I think we do have different motivations often um, if we feel more identified with a feminine energy, right? And so we should just use that to fuel our business, not try and work against it. Okay, so number four is creating wealth on our terms. No sacrifice required. (laughs) So I'm not buying it when Mr. T. Harv Ecker is telling me that if I'm not showing up and working all hours, I don't want it enough. I don't buy it because I do want it. I do want that wealth, but I'm not willing to sacrifice certain things to get it. For me, that's time with my daughter. That's time with my husband. That's time to myself. Does that mean I always have my balance perfectly nailed in my business? No, not exactly. And balance is a feeling. That's another topic for another day. But it does mean that I'm still able to show up and make money in my business in a way that suits me. I know that I'm not actually useful to anyone, my family, my clients included, if I'm feeling burnt out, if I'm feeling pressured, if I'm feeling overwhelmed, I don't perform my best. So actually, it makes a ton of sense in terms of your performance as an entrepreneur or business owner if you are doing things on your terms and you're setting up your business and your life and your schedule to support you working at your best and whatever that means for you. So for me, that looks like working 25 hours a week or less. That looks like being able to book regular spa days. That looks like being able to book regular time away for travel with my family. For me, when those are just some of the things, but those are my terms. I need those things in my life so that I can show up as the best person that I can be within my business. If I started working 50 hours a week in my business, guess what? The quality of podcasts would dip. The quality of my coaching would dip. I'm not interested in that. I wouldn't feel as present with my daughter, which would make me feel icky. And all of that would be a drain on my energy. So actually, it just makes sense to be creating wealth on your terms. Don't listen to anyone that tells you that you have to do it a certain way, that you have to hustle and grind and show up and work long hours and be willing to sacrifice. And if you're not willing to sacrifice, you don't want it enough. What utter tosh. (laughs) It's not true at all. And I've proven this, my clients are proving it. So I'm hoping that you can embrace that if you haven't already and embrace this feminine approach to making money, which is that Yes, we get to make money, but we get to do it on our terms and that feels great. Now, the fifth piece of the feminine approach to making money is that the energy that we bring to it. So I think that often um, 
with the kind of more masculine approach to making money, a lot of it is about sort of status and achievement. And hey, I am someone that really used to identify with that sort of type A high achiever personality. It's something that I've actually worked with, might sound weirdly, to um, reduce a little bit. I still want to be successful, but I used to be all about achieving things because of how it would make me feel when the people around me were pleased with me doing those things. Anyone relate to that? So, for example, when I was working in the corporate space, I was achieving things not because it felt good for me to achieve them, but because I knew it would impress my bosses. And them being pleased with me was the thing that made me feel good, not the actual taking of the action. So I didn't bring a very pure energy to what I'm doing. Is this making sense? And so I've been letting go of that kind of type A high achiever personality to a certain extent. Now, I'm still massively committed to doing the best job that I can do, but because it's a job that I've chosen, because the purpose is there, because it's fueling the legacy that I want to build. Is this making sense? Not because it is for status or to check some box or to get that external approval that we're unfortunately all raised to seek. The education system sets us up to seek that approval from external places. I'm looking for that approval within, which is which comes from those points one and point two today of being fueled by purpose and wanting to create a legacy. So for me, the energy that I want to bring isn't that achievement, it isn't that status, it isn't that hustle and grind. For me, the energy that underpins the feminine approach to making money is an energy of love, which might be a surprising thing to bring to business. And this is why I love the feminine approach to making money because we're just taking all the rules and tearing them up and throwing them out the window and creating our own, right? So, I mean, when were you ever in the corporate space and in a meeting and people were talking about how to inject love into your business? It's probably never happened, right? Unless you worked at a really super cool company, in which case, share that story with me. Um, Certainly never happened to me, but for me, I love every listener of this show. I love every follower on social media. I love every person on my email list. I love every client that I work with. I love each member of my team. Like For me, it's about pouring my love into the work that I do and spreading that feeling around. And actually, I feel that when we do that, we can create wealth and we can do it in a way that feels really heart-centered. So for me, the feminine energy of making money is one of love, of helping, of being of service and providing high value to others. It's about creation. So creating from that place that we talked about earlier of pure joy, and it's about flow. So I know this idea of flow gets talked about a lot, but for me, working in a state of flow is like the opposite of working in the state of hustle or grind. It's not forcing, it's simply turning up, feeling calm yet productive, feeling focused yet having allowing that inspiration and creativity to flow to you feeling connected with that intuition, that inner being to your soul 
and working from that place to kind of showing up with a plan and calmly making your way through the things that need to be done without that feeling of, oh my goodness, I need to do this, I need to do that, and bouncing around from one task to another or push, 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 grind, grind, grind. It's about showing up and kind of just bringing that flow-filled energy to what you're doing, being in a high vibe state, but not a manic, frantic state. Is this making sense? So to me, that's what flow feels like. But I'm sure that you've had times when you felt in that energy of flow, where the work was just happening beautifully, you were making your way, getting things done that were important, you felt great. That's kind of the state of flow, not this pushing or hustling or trying to force everything ourselves. Now, part of this energy for me involves a feeling of surrender, which is something I've really had to work on because I came from the corporate space, quite high-pressured environment in an investment bank and was that typical type A personality high achiever. I was used to forcing everything to happen, everything being in my control and making it happen. And so something that I've really had to lean into, and as I have, it's been wonderful because I felt better and I've made more money, what's not to like about that combo, has been this idea of surrendering. So um, Mike Dooley, who wrote a number of great books on kind of the universe and manifestation, he talks about doing your half of the triangle. And I love this and I use this all the time to remind myself. So he said, imagine a triangle and it's split down the middle. Now, one half of the things that you can be doing that you know how to do, your inspired ideas and inspired action, that's for you to do. But there's a whole other half to the triangle. And that is for God or the universe or whatever higher power or higher energy source you believe in. That's for that entity to take care of. So for me, the universe supports me. I surrender half of everything I desire to the universe to show up and surprise and delight me with coincidences or inspiration or people I wasn't expecting or things happening that seem amazing and magical or just having a great idea and following it through. And the great idea just seemed to come to you as if from nowhere. To me, that's the other half of the triangle. That's the universe. And when you have that surrendered state that you know the action that you need to take, or you know the goal that you're working towards, but you're also releasing half of the burden to a higher good, a higher force, it takes so much pressure off you. And it means that you get to work in this energy, I'm calling this feminine approach, which is an energy of love and creation and flow because you've taken part of that burden from yourself and you feel like you just get to show up and create and have fun rather than have to force, force, force. It's all on you to make it happen. Is that making sense? So just quickly to recap, to me, the five key facets of the feminine approach to making money is number one, being really fueled by purpose, not just numbers on a page or boxes to tick. Number two is creating a legacy. For me, it's a legacy of abundance, but for you, it could be a different kind of legacy or a different kind of wider impact. But have a think about what that means to you. Number three is following the joy, embracing what really feels joyful for you to create or provide within your business. Number four is creating wealth on our terms. No sacrifice required. And number five is working towards creating wealth, but doing so in an energy of love and creativity and flow. So my proof here is that when I really embrace this feminine approach to making money, 
and I've been firmly planted within my feminine energy. And I'm not going to lie to you, occasionally that old kind of um, more masculine energy that I picked up <laughs> in the world of work does try to creep in, but I'm quite good at noticing it and killing it <laughs> when I notice it. But when I am most firmly planted in this feminine energy, for me, making money feels easy and flowy and wonderful and fun, most importantly. How nice does that sound? We put so much um, pressure on ourselves to make money that actually when you adopt this approach, it just feels fun and you're creating from a higher place or a higher purpose, which takes the pressure off that focus on like must meet this particular thing this month. It doesn't mean that you don't have goals and you don't have a strategy and a plan, of course, but it means that you're just doing it with that higher level view with your eyes on the bigger prize. So yeah, anytime I've felt really in this um, feminine energy, I've made more money. And part of that has been proven, you know, when I've shared with you my um, stories of last year, my um, second and third biggest cash months of the year were the two months that I took the most time off from my business. So it just goes to show that it doesn't have to be all about this hustle and grind state, that there is a different way to making money. And it doesn't have to be linked to time and effort in the way that we've been raised to believe that it is. So one thing I do want to say here at this point is we've been talking all about this feminine approach to making money. I don't want you to misunderstand me. I don't want you to think that we tear up our plans and we tear up our goals and we don't have a strategy and we don't take action. We're not lounging about, languishing on a big bed of golden pillows and meditating money into existence. I mean, hey, if you've managed to make that work, let me know because I'm excited to hear about that. Um, and I do think that, you know, our energy is what creates money as much as anything. But I also am a firm believer that we do need a plan. We do need a strategy. And yes, we do need to take action. So don't misunderstand anything that I'm saying today and interpret it to believe that it isn't about taking action, but it's about how we take action and why we take action. That is the difference to this approach to making money. Is that making sense? So I think a dash of woo seems like the logical thing for us to transition into now. What do you think? So let's get into today's dash of woo. What is a dash of woo? In case you're new around here, uh, a dash of woo is a little practical manifestation or mindset tip that you need to take what we've been talking about today and give it that little extra oomph. Okay, so today's dash of woo is all about letting go of that masculine approach to making money and leaning into the fact that it is safe to earn money, to be wealthy and to receive wealth and that doing so won't require sacrifice and that doing so will actually contribute to the greater good. I firmly believe that. I really hope that you do too. So I'd love you to do this dash of woo right now. I'd love you to close your eyes and say with me if you can or just listen and say it in your head. And if you want to actually put your hands on your heart, I think that's quite a beautiful thing to do too. It is safe to receive money. It is safe to receive abundance. I am open to receiving abundance. I get to use my wealth for good. I get to create my wealth from a place of joy, love, and flow. I am abundant. I am limitless. So I think those are some really beautiful affirmations that you can say that help you to open up to receiving money because a lot of us are blocked to receiving money. I'm going to be talking about that more this month. Um, but a lot of us are blocking money because we believe that the masculine 
hustle, grind, sacrifice way is the only way. And so if you actually embrace this feminine approach to making money, then you get to open up to receiving it. How beautiful is that? I really hope you've enjoyed today's show and my take on the feminine approach to making money. I hope it's got you thinking about what kind of approach to making money works for you, most importantly. And if you felt like the masculine way that gets presented wasn't working for you, then I hope you feel relieved and empowered to know that there is an alternative and it's working for others. If you have a friend that would love to hear this message about feminine approach to making money, then share this podcast with her or with your audience. Sharing is caring, right? And if you're ready, to make money using this feminine approach, embracing purpose, legacy, joy, and flow, and creating wealth on your terms. We should totally chat. You know I'm allergic to hustle, overwhelm, or sacrifice, so if that feminine approach is sounding appealing to you, I'm your woman. Let's chat about how I could help you make more money without sacrificing time with your family or time for yourself. Book yourself a discovery call over at corriejavid.com forward slash work with me. And like I said, if we both agree, we'd be a good fit for working together. I'll let you onto my wait list for the next available one-to-one spot. How good does that sound? Again, that's corriejavid.com forward slash work with me. And for more information about today's show, head over to corriejavid.com forward slash podcast forward slash hustle mode off. Thank you for listening. I appreciate you so much. If you've enjoyed listening to today's show, make sure you subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher so you don't miss out on any episodes. It would make my day, possibly even my week, if you could spare a minute and leave a review over on iTunes. And because I value your time so much, each month, one lucky reviewer will win a free success coaching call with yours truly. So if you'd love for us to pinpoint and then work through that one thing that's currently standing between where you are now and where you want to be, then definitely leave a review for your chance to win. Until next time, remember, you are limitless.